Once in a fortnight. Joe, Joe, Joe Diffie. Where did he catch you? Who likes to masturbate? And if they beat the Rams this week, I'll come on this podcast next week and give a full apology. He masturbated twice a day. How many times you masturbate a day? Uh, twice. Welcome to episode 17. We did it. We are here. Uh, I am joined in studio by, or with a lot of stuff happening right now, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm joined in studio with the third. I am Tim. What up, what up, what up? And, uh, that nonsense. Uh, we got Corey on the phone from near Denver? Yeah, somewhere, somewhere in Colorado. I'm not exactly exactly certain where i'm from where where i'm at about now <laughs> i could tell it's, you where you're it, from it's 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 dark and i i you know i'm not on roads i'm familiar with so i'm just I, i'm going where google maps tells me to go at this point oh so that's why you wanted me to call you on this number yeah <laughs> when you first picked up that didn't didn't sound like you i thought oh god he gave me a random number it to did, call it did sound <laughs> like yeah. some stranger yes yeah. man you've been tearing it up two weeks out now right you miss home Oh uh, yeah, I'm already. I'll be ready to be home. Uh, uh, it's been uh, it's been a long two weeks. I've had plenty of Mexican food in my in my belly. Um, yeah, we know. <laughs> Some of them are of, questionable, though. A pulled pork. Oh, they've all been good. I haven't had any issues. No, I mean, <laughs> it's good to know you're regular. Uh, the pulled pork burrito you put up there—that's a little suspect in my book. Oh no, it was delicious. No, I mean, that, it's suspect isn't it's not was, Mexican food. That's just oh, a wrap. Yeah, yeah. Right. I, I, yeah, I understand what you're saying from that aspect. From yeah. that aspect. But I did buy it at a Mexican place. so Interesting. You know, it must be Mexican. And, and they called it a burrito. so It was a burrito. But it, but it certainly didn't taste like Mexican. You're right. It tasted more just like... Um, did you ever remember when the Sanborn Dairy Queen had the, what they called the barbecues? No. No. Okay. Um, they tasted like I think they used the same barbecue sauce. Like tasted just like just like the, that that they used to have there. So, but if you haven't had it, then you have nothing to compare it to. Oh, maybe it's the same people. It certainly wasn't. It what certainly are they doing wasn't the like a, Certainly wasn't like a like a, a home like they weren't smoking that pork out back. You know. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was like Lloyd's. Right. Basically. Right. Okay. What what else have you been doing? Uh, we got working. nothing going on here. You're the exciting traveling guy right now. Um, let's see. Uh, and watch the Vikings game on on Sunday. Yeah. Was for the first half of the game, or maybe even the first three quarters of the game. Incredibly I was boring. the on, I was the only Vikings uh, fan. In the place. Oh, yeah. You said Buffalo Wild Wings. You cut out at that point. You were sitting there by oh. yourself. Yeah. <laughs> a table full of Packer fans uh, over my shoulder to my right. And uh, and then there was a table full of Falcons fans over my shoulder to the left. And then I was sitting at the bar. Oh, and, whoa. Uh, so uh, I, I started openly cheering against the Packers. You know, 
I could see that game over to the side. So I was openly cheering for Tampa Bay. And uh, and then also, you know, of course, rooting hard for the Vikings. Were you wearing and, purple? Oh, of course. Yep. Okay. So I went in. I had my I had a hoodie on, like a zip up, and uh, so you couldn't really see it. But when I realized that I had, hang on, okay. When I realized I had Falcons fans behind me, I I took the hoodie off. Nice. So that they so that they could see they were that well I was. Aware. We're back. We are on the air. Okay, so you were in a bar openly cheering, or at Buffalo Wild Wings. Yeah, yeah, and I was by myself. And then I seen a guy walk in, like, and he was like, the Vikings game was during a commercial. And he came in, and he was, like, scanning, like, every game. Like, you could tell he was looking for a, a, you know, a specific game. And something about him, like, just the way he looked, I'm like, that dude's from Minnesota. And uh, sure enough. (laughs) Look at that white guy. When the well, it wasn't even that. Uh, he had an anti Jacobiish vibe to him. Mm. <laughs> and uh, he, when the Vikings game came back up, he came over and he's like, sat next to me. And we started talking and, and he, he, he was from St. Paul. So I, I had some, I had someone to root with me then. So for the last, right, he probably came in like midway through the third quarter, I suppose. So made it, made it a little more enjoyable. And then I got to, proudly flaunt my viking shirts uh past the falcons fans on my my way out the door then double middle fingers exactly <laughs> did, did the suck it chop so hey guess so, what we're drinking tonight what are you drinking tonight it's exactly what you think it is how do you still have that this is this is not that oh, oh. this is a different crawler Never mind. Same can as last oh. week, though. Yeah, I mean, their crawlers, crawlers it, it, all comes in the same cans. Tastes way different, I was yes. going to say. It kind of <laughs> tastes like a... What is it, then? It's it's called Shoulder of Orion. Um, I think it's a pale lager. It's got, like, um, like a regular normal beer taste yes, to it. it's nothing special. It tastes like kind of like a Coors Light McGolden vibe. I don't even... I generally don't even like lagers, but I kind of panicked... Because you have to buy, well, you don't have to buy, but you get a discount on the third one if you buy three crawlers. So okay. I, my first two were the Spirit Fowl. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, um, give me that one. Should have just kept going Spirit Fowl. They only let you get two. Oh, that's right. That's right. So I had to get, well, I didn't have to get the third, but I got a discount if I got the third. So Why not? Exactly. You're making money. You You're making yeah. money. And it, it's not terrible, but it's just no, it's good. No, nothing to write home about. I would not order it if I were in the tap room. I did hit up uh, Kelly's Liquor last night, which is... Uh, what I was told is the premier liquor store in Las Cruces for craft beers. Nice. I've been in there last week and kind of eyed it up to kind of get an idea how much they had in there. But so I, I did buy, uh, I think, I think I've got five different, uh, five different beers that I'm bringing back with me that, uh, we can sample and partake in on the, on the show in the coming weeks. Was it a pretty good um, selection that they have? Yeah. Yeah. They had a really nice selection. Um, maybe not, not quite as much as like what a liquor mart would have, but okay. uh, it was definitely a, a good size selection. So um, my main my main objective when I was picking out uh, beers to bring home was uh, how cool would the cans look in the studio uh, with the collection that we've started to amass there. So better look as cool as a Keystone can. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> no, they had some that had some really cool designs. Um, uh, and, you know, and then I went by, you know, the type of beer that they were, too. Um, I looked at one in particular, another coffee beer, but I honestly can't remember if I actually bought that one or not. I think I did. Um, 
I was kind of in a hurry. I wanted to get to Lotta Burger. So. <laughs> Priorities, man. So this this, right. this this Lotta Burger place is it like a fast food joint or is it like a sit down or what kind of? Well, it's it's kind of joint not is necessarily um, as far as like fast food. I mean, there's like a handful of them. They're they're like exclusive to to the southern New Mexico area. You okay. know, like even even Albuquerque doesn't have one. I don't believe. Um, or maybe they do, but I mean, they're, they're not really outside of New Mexico at all. Um, they're, they're similar, like to like a Culver's, okay. um, you, you know, they're making your burger fresh. You're not going to go in there and pull it off from underneath a warmer. Um, but, uh, they do, a uh, got it. Yeah. We're on. Okay. So we were talking about the green chili cheeseburger. Yeah. Which at, sounds uh, I thought it was a green chili bacon cheeseburger. Oh Yeah. A green chili bacon cheeseburger at at Lotta Burger. God, that sounds uh, the fantastic. Green, the green chili cheeseburger is kind of common throughout there, but they they you know everyone says they've got the best one. So um, you know it, it, they don't take the seeds or nothing out. They just roast the green peppers, uh, slice them up, and and throw them on the throw them on the bacon cheeseburger with uh, mustard, uh, lettuce, tomato, and that's it. So fantastic and then their fries are probably the best fast food fries that i've ever had really they're uh, better than yeah, mcdonald's uh yeah because th- these are like a skin on which i prefer okay um so they're they're like wendy's like the cut wise but like better tasting than wendy's okay yeah i i'm not a fry guy at all but i pretty much only like like buffalo wild wings are my favorite fries so skinny yeah su- yeah that's why the mcdonald's ones are okay you're crazy though. You like in the, like all the shit on it. Yeah, and I like. I mean, I like spicy stuff. That's why when I stopped, so I stopped in uh, Albuquerque today, and and my the the boss for for New Mexico wanted to take me out for lunch, and he's like, "Well, can you handle spice?" I'm like, "Yeah, no problem." So he took me to what he claims to be was the best Mexican place in Albuquerque, and and he couldn't have been lying. Um, so I once had once again had another burrito, a smothered burrito. Uh, this one had steak and beans in it, um, and then he introduced me what he called Christmas style. That's where they put the red sauce on one half and the green sauce on the other. Um, not bad. I do still prefer the green sauce, but the red sauce was a nice uh, change of pace from what I've been doing. Awesome. So I will be. I will definitely be ready for some. Uh, it sounds like all you did for fun was you looked at a potential place to buy beer on your way out, and you ate burritos. <laughs> I mean, can it get any better? I mean, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> like, what more do you need in life? Did, yeah. Okay. What's Christmas I mean, I, like down there? <laughs> they had, they had a lot of, uh, you know, I mean, obviously, like driving wise, there's a lot of scenery. I mean, you saw a lot of like, I mean, you're driving through the mountains and. And going through like I went through like a copper mining town, so that was kind of crazy. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know, I mean, really, I was I was working, so there wasn't a whole lot of time for. No, I get you know, that. I just yeah. Going out and doing anything fun. Right. And I'm a foodie, so that's my that's my. <laughs> I'm a foodie. <laughs> well, a, that's a button. A burrito y. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and when you're in a when you're in a town where fifty percent of the people are, I don't are, think you're a foodie if you only eat burritos. <laughs> I'm a foodie. I've had every kind of pizza this town offers. I'm eating things. I'm eating things that I can't get anywhere else. So when you're in a town where probably yeah. sixty-five to seventy percent of the restaurants are Mexican restaurants, um, you know, I mean, you should seek out the one sushi place. Uh no. But you're a foodie. So I, mean, so, I mean, when I, 
when I went out, like when I go eat in the evenings, typically I didn't get burritos. I was getting like uh, chili Rolano and, and, you know, different uh, tamales and stuff like that. Uh, chili Rolano was where they take the whole uh, green chili pepper, stuff it with either meat or cheese. They stuff it with something, uh, batter it, and then deep fry it. They're pretty right. good. You had the state it, fair diet. Have you? Did you do a weigh in before the trip? Uh, no, but I probably am glad I did not. Okay, next time I know that you're going on one of these trips, I'm going to have you weigh in beforehand. Yeah, I mean, and it, I mean, then I don't think it matters what I eat because just for the fact that I'm eating all of my meals, I'm eating out. You know, I mean, it's not like I'm, you know. Yeah, you don't get a choice it, when you eat right, restaurant I, food. I, you gain weight. Yeah, and I mean. I'll admit, I mean, the last few days, the burrito thing got to be part of the, the Twitter bit, you know. Um, I Like, the last couple of days, I really had to be like, oh, God, I really don't want a burrito, but I got to keep this. I got to keep this burrito of the day thing going until I leave, you, you know. So um, then how many times were you in the hotel gym? Uh, I did go to the hotel gym twice. To, like, get towels for the hot tub or... Uh, no, I went on the treadmill while my clothes were in the washing washing uh, the laundry is adjacent to the to the gym. What's that like? Hotel laundry? I've never had to do laundry at a hotel. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, it's pretty much like doing it at home. But I mean, like they just have it there. I you know, I mean, I I when I'm going for like two weeks like this, I look for hotels that have it. Okay. Um, you know, I know the chains. Um, I always stay with the same, like, parent company of hotels because, I, you know, I have my points. So I know that, you know, like this one in particular that I stayed at, um, this chain, the laundry is free. Like, it's just there. Man, that's nice. You don't have to throw quarters into it or nothing. So it's kind of nice. You can pack uh, one bag then. So, like, you can see into the, into the laundry room from the gym. So i like, well, I'll walk on the treadmill for an hour while my clothes are washing. Literally walk. Walk, uh, walk not run. Yeah, I didn't run. <laughs> <laughs> Is it because you were too nervous? Like, what would people think of me? <laughs> I didn't want to have a heart attack. You know, <laughs> Twelve hundred miles from home. <laughs> oh man, we. Well, I'm not it, foolish. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I get it. You're not in shape either. Yeah, I eat burritos <laughs> every day. How long in shape do you think I'm in? <laughs> at this wife asked me last night i grabbed two cookies she goes how many cookies have you eaten today like whoa (laughs) we're starting this shit what the fuck are you like the cookie patrol now or something she's like well i saw you at lunch you had some too i'm like (laughs) okay are we just because she cares tim Uh uh-huh yeah yeah i was like are you kidding me dude (laughs) no i'm gonna i'm gonna be like the rest of you know, like a good majority of 40-year-old Americans at the first of the year, I'll be trying to get back on my plan that I was on last We'll do a contest. I, we'll do some kind of a yeah, show contest. Know, I, mean, I, I definitely I, will be a part of the contest. I knocked 20 pounds off last spring, and, and I think I probably gained 10 of that back by now pretty easily, maybe even 15 of it. I'm not sure. Okay, well, um, start thinking of terms of let's think of a, a fun contest. I think... Well, I've seen that the fitness place, not the... What's the one in the old Dubers building that they turned into a gym now? Uh, the Joe Pinion one. I don't know what it's called. Yeah, he was doing a 
the, but the weigh-in was was on Monday, so I missed it. But they were doing uh, a men's challenge only, a weight loss challenge on a uh, hundred or uh, you know based on percentage body or you know your percentage that you lost, not necessarily pounds. And uh, it was a hundred bucks to get in, and that covered two months of, of gym membership and and you know like your hundred bucks was the hundred bucks went into the pot. But then you basically got like free access to the gym and and all that for the eight weeks that while well, the weight loss challenge was going on. And I would have done that if I had been home for the weigh in. Nah, let's do a show only thing. <laughs> nah, yeah, let's do a show only thing. I'd li- I'd rather do humiliation bets week by week with one really bad one at the end for the last person. Sounds fair enough. Yeah, that's more fun for like listeners. Yeah. Um, that's fair enough we'll think of something oh on air production meeting uh, we're going to do a Christmas episode next week uh, to start thinking of Christmas things and then we're going to do oh, um, on air on air production meeting yeah uh, and next week I need to do Wednesday night if it works for you works for me um, okay and we then got, uh, we got uh, a Christmas program on Thursday night at the school and then we got to go to Sharon's for uh, Christmas. Thanks. I mean, you could have just also. said well, we got. I got to do it Wednesday, and you could have stopped there. Yep. We didn't okay, need that I'm explanation. Um, uh, Sorry, man. I'm just, I thought we were kind of friends. So Corey's excited. You know on. how much he's talking. He's like, I haven't spoken to my friends in so long. He's just been running this show. I love it. It's been easy. I didn't. I've been in a car by myself since eight o'clock this morning, or about seven thirty. So I'm going on twelve hours in the car by myself at this point you so. should have done a show you should have done another show because now that we filled these two weeks that you're gone I'm going to post your episode this weekend yeah yeah. you saw how well that went Listen, <laughs> I, heard, I heard your comments when I wasn't on the phone <laughs> <laughs> I heard you ripping the shit out of it it so. was terrible it was, I know I know you're going to listen so I don't care like, I knew it was terrible yeah I know <laughs> no so um do that next week we're gonna do a christmas style episode and then um i'm gonna hand out lists we gotta fill out our best ofs for the year the after that cool so if you have anything cool you want it added to your best of list i'll think of something but i'll be texting uh, you guys yeah that's cool so uh do we want to run through the picks here while you got me on the phone and then yeah I'll hang on i got a button for that and i'm just gonna edit this okay okay Okay, what do we got for picks? Oh, that's right. I was waiting for you to tell me. That's right. <laughs> Normally, you're over there doing the picks. So last week... Um, I lost again. He lost again, and you have to watch The Apple, which yeah. we posted the trailer on... You know what? I'll have the trailer posted on pilsnerpodcast.com. Easy place for you guys to find it. I'll have it right up front. Um, the movie's called The Apple. I don't know where you found it, Corey, but I laughed so hard when I watched that trailer. It looks so bad. <laughs> I think I watched it and yeah. then blocked it out of my mind because I, I do not. I remember watching it, but I don't remember it. just starts about off, it. the year is 1994, and then there's people just oh, breaking up. Yes, I do remember. <laughs> yeah, just, just go oh, ahead. I'm actually very excited to watch this movie. Pilsnerpodcast.com. I'll put that right up front on the front page. You guys can watch the YouTube trailer. I'm pretty excited about The Room, too. I'm going to an actual theater to watch a real viewing of The Room this weekend. So I'll have a full, full report next week. Yeah, and then we get to go see The Disaster Artist, knowing that you know you can tell me all yes. about The Room. With spoilers, I want to know everything. Everything. Yeah. You down with that, Corey? Yep, yep. <laughs> okay. Um, so uh, let's skip the first one. Let's go Lions at Bucks. That's Buccaneers, Corey. 
the Tampa Bay team. Yeah, I know. Not that we we had this discussion last week. I know. I just want to keep um, reminding you. I will say that the Lions will win that game. Who's at home? Wait, who's the home team on that? It the uh, the Lions are. Wait, okay, what? Yeah, I'll take the Lions. Oh, I no no no. I did this backwards. So who's the home team? Uh, Lion the Bucks are the home team. Okay, then I'll take the. I'll still take the Lions. What the hell? That's the way you said it the first time. You said Lions at Bucks. Yeah, it's because on top I I put the home and away in the wrong spot. Um, I'm going Lions. Me as well. Uh, Raiders at Chiefs. Oh God. Um. I'm going to take the Raiders. The Chiefs are falling apart. Yeah, they are. I'm still going to go Chiefs. <clears throat> I will go Raiders. Who did they lose the Jets last week? Hey, the Jets have some productive guys. It's, they do it, but... Just like your next lineup, Packers at Browns. Browns now got to have Josh Gordon back. I'm taking the Browns. <laughs> really? Oh, for sure. And I don't even care if it costs me, but I'm not picking the Packers. I'm picking the Packers. Packers. That's crazy. That is crazy. I know, but it's crazy. Vikings at Panthers. Uh, of course the Vikings. <laughs> You've been there since is day there, one. Is there day, a question? Day one. Day one. Beginning of the season. Um, yeah. I will, you know what? I will take Vikings as well. Yeah, it's that, gonna be a route. I'm gonna go Everson Vikings Griffin too. Griffin is gonna make Khalil look foolish. It, it, I've been, I'm, I'm yeah. really excited for that. Yeah, I'm sure you heard it on K Fan. I'm sure that's where some of you got it. But apparently, Khalil has given up more sacks by himself than the Vikings' entire offensive line. I haven't heard that. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think you texted me that the other night. Didn't I you, think Andy? Goble did. Or Goble did. So yeah, I assume yeah. he heard it from K Fan, but I didn't hear that on K Fan. Or maybe if I did, I wasn't paying attention. Anyway, I think that's just pretty hilarious. Like, that was, like, the best move. It's okay to listen to the fan, you guys. That was the best move of the offseason is just not. No, cutting Alex Boone was. Well, Boone, I mean, Khalil, too. Yeah. But at least Boone didn't get a job anywhere, did he? I think he did, but he, I don't know if he's still working. But Boone at, was in signed with Arizona, but I don't know if he, I think, I might have heard he might have ended up on the IR. But I know he did sign with Arizona after the Vikings caught him. I mean, those two are just so terrible. Yeah. Was it a scheme issue, or was it just he's just past his prime? Well, I, with I Boone? read that he yeah. really was yeah. like uh Khalil sucks. He just didn't, yeah, not necessarily a scheme, but just personality. Yeah. Like he was uh, Jared it, Allen, it, but he it, couldn't it, back it up. Yeah, right. Yeah. All right. Uh, we'll we'll come back and do Vikings talk a little bit more later, but let's finish this. We got 49ers at Texans. Man, what a garbage game. Uh, wait till you see the Garoppolo, next one. Garoppolo, baby, I'm taking yep. the 49ers. Chicken claw, 49ers. Now that we actually know who the 49ers quarterback is, the 49ers. Yep. He's the real deal. Yep, he is. Me as well. Um, here's another fun one. Colts at Bills. Bills. Yep, Bills are Yeah, Bills. Uh, Bills. But Tyrod might be out, right? Or not? I feel like Tyrod's uh, questionable. I, have, I, haven't, I haven't heard like what his status is for this week. Might be Peterman time again. 
Ooh, then we're talking like <laughs> if he plays an entire game, that'll be like ten. <laughs> well, it doesn't matter. We all picked the Bills, so we either all got it or we all don't. Yeah. Uh, Bears at Bengals. I will take Cincinnati. Yeah, same here. Oh yes, really diverse group of picks. Uh, Cowboys at Giants. Cowboys. Um. Yeah, Cowboys. I was already writing it down. How shitty is it? So they gave Eli his job back after one week, and, and he screws up his his, his streak. Yeah, <laughs> it's like I had this streak over so long, and you're gonna fuck me over for one game. Yep. Titans at Cardinals. Uh, Titans. I was okay. Yeah, me too. I'm favorite gonna, AFC team. <sighs> I'm gonna go Cardinals. Interesting. Jets at the Chargers. Chargers. I'm Chargers. Gonna, I'm going to take the Jets, even though I'm going to be wrong there. I just, I got, uh, who's it? Ryan Anderson's been lighting it up on my fantasy squad. I think that's his name. Robbie? Robbie. R. Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> that's how my girlfriend refers to all her players, too, his first initial, last name, because that's how they show up on Yahoo. I'm usually pretty good at that. I just it's, He's a Jet, so I haven't been following the Jets. That's why I'm like, I can't get that guy's name right, because I picked him up for something. Also, screw you, Gronk. Is he suspended this week? Did yep. he get suspended? Yep. For like throwing that on totally unnecessary elbow at that guy? Idiot move. <laughs> what was completely, that about? He completely deserves to be in the position he is in, but it's like, dude, why are you in this position? That was such a bonehead <laughs> move. Like there wasn't even a reason for it. Really. It's like that juju hit too. Did you see that one? Well, that there's a reason for that one at least. Yeah, he gets down on him like. Uh, I mean, perfect. Oh is, no, no, there. What you're right. There was a reason for that one. He was already down. Yeah, you're right. The guy you're saying. And that did you see the, right? The, and like a tweet that Juju Smith put out. No. Um, today I think it was today, where he tweeted out that he was at a restaurant. And he's like, since I ain't playing this week and I ain't got no money, I ain't leaving a tip. <laughs> That's a dick move. That is a dick yep. move. Um, but also, the guy that Juju laid out is like a notorious dirty player who's had bad blood with the Steelers in the past. Whereas the guy Gronk elbowed was just like some random dude. He's like, I feel like elbowing you. <laughs> <laughs> um... We got Eagles at Rams next. Uh, wow, good game. I'm going to take the Rams. Yeah, let's go Rams. I'll take the Eagles. Man, the Eagles schedule got hard, too. Everyone was talking about how our schedule is getting so hard. And the Eagles have to go on the road to Seattle and L.A. back-to-back. Yep. That's my input. Yep. Oh, man. Um Uh, so I fucked up. Um, the Redskins play the Chargers, and the <laughs> what are you doing over here? And the Jets. You're just like making up games. And the Jets play the Broncos. So if you guys want to, let's redo <laughs> that. Take the Chargers to beat the Redskins, and I'll beat the Jets. I'll take the Jets to beat the Broncos. No, no. Oh, Jets and Broncos, right? Jets and Broncos, and it's Redskins and Chargers. So who do you guys got, Jets and Char- and Broncos? Where's the game? It's in Denver. I'm taking Jets. Jets. <laughs> How did you screw this up that badly? It was two. I, I typed this up in like a flash. 
This is what happens when I, now that I have a printer. And how did you realize it? Like, I was wondering what was going on. You were like, wait, like, give me give me the phone so I could, like, look it up. And then I see you, because like, I, wrote, I, see you, I see you doing things over there. And then all of a sudden you're like, um, so you guys, uh, I screwed it up. I got Jets, Chargers, Redskins, Chargers. Because we were moving <laughs> oh, on from we were moving on from the Jets yeah. and Chargers. And I looked down and I go, it's Redskins, Chargers. I go, oh, <laughs> oh fuck. fuck. <laughs> Let's just hope that it's the Redskins game that was screwed up. But it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Redskins, Chargers, at the Chargers. Chargers. Yeah, me too. Chargers. And just to have it on record, I took the Jets in the last game too. I don't know if I said that. Um, Seahawks at Jaguars. Jaguars. Oh yeah, Jags. I'll take the Seahawks. Uh, Ravens at Steelers. I got Steelers. No doubt. Yeah, Steelers. Steelers. Dang it, guys. And final game, Monday Night Football rematch. I feel like we just had this game. Patriots at Dolphins. Patriots. Uh, Patriots. Yeah, I was already writing it down for you, Corey. Awesome. (laughs) All right, well, I'm going to get off here, guys. You guys have uh, fun the rest of the night. Uh, remember that the Vikings are going to win, and uh, I'll, uh, I'll touch base with you uh, next week for the next week's show. Send me your best of list so I can start working on it. I will do that. Sounds good. All right. Thanks for calling Bye. in, man. Bye. We are back on the air. Uh, Corey is no longer with us. He passed. Um, I think we figured out all of our technical difficulties, and it's a bummer that we had them because we only had Corey for like a half hour and 20 minutes. So that was me restarting my computer. Sorry about that, guys. And the rest of it was just Corey nonstop talking. Holy smokes. <laughs> that was so funny because I was like, <laughs> was just, you could say one thing and he would just go, go. <laughs> and go. Hot dogs. Okay, so, okay, there was this guy in line. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember the Dairy Queen when they had... I heard what you guys said about me. Yeah, I know. We said them on microphone knowing you listen to this. We're not hiding that we're saying things about you on here. <laughs> so we didn't get to... I wanted to read these to Corey. I have more misconnections. This time he's... They're from Denver. Let's get into it. That's a misconnection. I missed you in the real world. World Wide Web. Age 36. Posted about four hours ago. Title, To the Blonde and the Blue Onesie from Last Month's Pub Crawl. <laughs> On my car. <coughs> you, blonde, four brothers, blue onesie with clouds and stuff on it from last month's pub crawl. Me. We did it on the hood of my car in the parking <laughs> lot space. <laughs> Again, we did it on the hood of my car and the parking space next to it. All caps. I want to give dating a shot. Please, if you're out there, I can't get you off of my mind. Please put the color or brand of my car or what my onesie was in your subject line. What? Onesie? (laughs) Like, 
in a pub crawl? That's does, so you gotta pee does he mean like so a, much. Does he mean like a romper or that's like, what I think? Like pajamas, maybe? <laughs> like, He's thirty six. <laughs> this is thirty six right there. <laughs> where are these? You told me where they were. These are from Denver. Denver. So let's try to figure out. Maybe Corey wasn't in Denver a month ago, so we can rule that one out. That's not him. Also, I've never seen Corey wear a onesie, so... Okay, so that's not him. That's a misconnection. I miss you in the real world, so I'll connect to you via the web. Posted seven days ago. Title, Mommy, is that you? Wow. (laughs) Hi, Mommy. I came in to see you this morning and blew you a kiss after you checked me out at the register. I hope you read this. Maybe I can come back and see you again soon. Right back, mommy. What the fuck? Does he give the thing where it's like, let me, tell me what this is if we... Nope. I'm, I read everything on here. Notice I go short, long, short, long. That was a short one. That's a weird one. That, that is. I gotta say, okay, there's no normal ones on here, but... Mommy, is that you? <laughs> Thank you. Wow. This is some good research you're doing here. Yes, so that that one probably wasn't uh, Corey, but this one, <laughs> this one definitely. I think it could be because of it's a food related one, and he's a foodie. We found yeah, out. Yeah, foodie. <laughs> That's a misconnection. I miss you in the real world, so I'll connect to you via the web. Age thirty-seven. Body athletic. Height six foot two, or one hundred eighty-seven centimeters. Status signal single. Golden Jack in the Box. This is for the sexy lady that has been running the drive-thru at the Jack in the Box in Golden next to the Home Depot. You're a little older than me, probably in your early 40s. Short, reddish, brown hair. Very sexy, greenish eyes. Great body. I'm sure I'm reading into things too much, but you give me the sexiest look every damn day. I've been in the white SUV, I don't want to say exactly which kind, and I've been stopping in almost daily for the last week ordering breakfast burritos just to see you. <laughs> I don't even really like the food. Yeah. <laughs> he, goes, he says on here, I don't even really like the food. Didn't he say he was trying to like do it yes. for Twitter? Okay, you have the sexiest, most seduct- most seductive look. If I'm not off base, please let me know. I don't want to be a creep. But also hate hitting on women when they are working. It just seems like a jerk move. I'm down for whatever. <laughs> so, when he's when he giving the measurements at the beginning, is it like his measurements? I don't know. <laughs> okay, but oh yeah, probably because it says on here that maybe you're a little bit older than me, like maybe in your 40s, and it says here 37. I also like the part where he goes, "I've been in the white SUV. I don't want to say exactly which kind." But then he goes, "I've been stopping in daily for the last week, ordering breakfast burritos." <laughs> <laughs> doesn't give it away <laughs> that one probably was Corey. i was just happy that he converted his height to uh, metric for us i think it does that on its own <laughs> last one guys that's a misconnection i missed you in the real world so i'll connect to you via the web age 37 posted about 15 hours ago Title, Girl at Chick-fil-A. 
I held the door for you and we exchanged sex in our heads. <laughs> That's an amazing line. It was good. You also <laughs> smiled. Where are you at? <laughs> we exchanged sex in our heads. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> I hope that guy finds what he's looking for. Because apparently he had really good mind sex with that girl. It's where you I know. At. It was like 17 E's at the end of that. <laughs> oh, that's I just love this. Yeah. And that's been Misconnections. That's a misconnection. I miss you in the real world, so I connect to you via the web. That's going to get so annoying, but I don't care. I'm never going to not use that. I love how it goes from we exchange sex in our heads. It's really just like him. (laughs) But then he acknowledges that you also smiled. Oh, it says on there, it was good. Yeah, but that was for him, (laughs) obviously. So he's like running through his thing. And he's like, but you also smiled. (laughs) So so maybe I was good for you, too. Exactly. (laughs) 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 So... Denver. I got to visit. There's some cool stuff happening in Denver we're finding out. (laughs) (laughs) Fast food places in Denver, apparently. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that was at Chick-fil-A. And you know. The previous one was at Jack in the Box, right? Yeah, that's right. I guess. Yeah, I just went for the top list ones. Like, I clicked, like, the top four that were on the website. But they were all at fast food places. Did you see that Atlanta Stadium has a Chick-fil-A? In it? Really? You know that they're not open on Sundays? That's... But is that one? No. Well, then what's the point? I don't know. Well, I guess they have more events than just... Are they Atlanta-based? Chick-fil-A? I would assume... At least Southern-based, right? I have no idea. Oh, they must be, because they're like one of those big God companies. Right, exactly. At the top of the like corporate level is yep. super Christian. But it's just weird that why would you do that? Which is why they're closed on Sunday. Right, but maybe make that like the one... That's open in the nation. That would, you know. That goes against Jesus. Well, I know. <laughs> if you're a company that, like, chooses to be, like, if you're a giant corporation like Burger King, right? And let's say Burger King was closed on Sundays, and you have Burger King Stadium, but you couldn't get a Burger King on Sundays. Is it Sunday. Chick-fil-A Stadium? No, it's, oh. I think it's Mercedes-Benz. Ooh, yeah. That's a badass one. one. <laughs> I know. Oh, fucking U.S. Bank, seriously? Give me a car. Um... Yeah, do you think, like, if there was a Chick-fil-A stadium, there would be no Chick-fil-A? I mean, to be found on Sundays. It's so weird. Like, just... Just do it. But I don't know. But they have to have... It has to be, like, a super multi-purpose event venue like U.S. Bank, so... Right, right. I don't... It's probably outdoor, too, down there, so they probably have, like, just concerts year-round. I feel like it's some kind of... Collapsible roof? Yes. I feel like it, like, twists open. I didn't see it. I saw that they had troubles blowing up their stadium or imploding their stadium. No, that was in Detroit. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. But the Atlanta, they blew up theirs, mm-hmm. and theirs is the one where the bus, like, came yep. in front of the That's camera. The, I showed you. <laughs> the yeah, camera the is like, that is the like, funniest God damn it, video. Get out of here. <laughs> 
Come on, boss. <laughs> what are you doing? What are you doing? And yeah, that was one of the funniest things I'd seen in a long time. It really was really good. Did you see on Twitter this week, like, uh, there was a tweet getting passed around, like, thousands of retweets of the ACLU um, Colin Kaepernick bit? No. Okay, so he was speaking at a podium that had an ACLU banner on it, and one of the comments was, um, well, I guess I know where I won't be sending my kids to college. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. (laughs) That is fantastic. Right. I don't think they went to college themselves. Oh, Megan got a mic. Say that again. I said, I don't think that person went to college. Boom! (laughs) We're going to leave your mic on, actually. And that's actually probably about the general education level for the people who are so against Kaepernick in the first place. Right. I'm not against him at all. It's so stupid. I followed the ACLU on Twitter for a day. I had to unfollow. It was... I'm sure they It was nonstop too and, painful. It yeah. was, you need to be mad about this. Yeah. Two minutes. You need to be outraged by this. Yeah. Like, uh, I can't do it, guys. <laughs> There's too much, like, fun stuff on here to be... Right. Yeah. Social media is like, you gotta, like... I've unfollowed a lot of people as of late. Like, remember when this was fun? <laughs> I unfollow people constantly. Yeah, like, remember when this was fun, you guys, and nobody was outraged about anything, and we were like, hey, look at this pizza. It's so scary. <laughs> it's a simpler time. Yeah, and now it's like, okay, wake up, you know, what did he do today? It's so depressing. I know, so, like, basically, for one day, I decided anyone who tweeted anything political, I unfollowed them. Unfollow them. It's like nine people. I only follow, like, 150. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, holy shit. A few exceptions. I think uh, I think Corey's wife tweeted something. I'm like, I can't unfollow her. Yeah. <laughs> um, some things, like, get me riled up. And I, I'm not on – I'm on Twitter, but I'm not that active, but on Facebook. And I'm, for the most part, I'm pretty good at just being like, okay, let it go. I don't need to, like, share this or anything, even though, like, I agree with it or whatever. But every now and then something, like, gets to me. And I'm like, ah, share. And then I feel like, like, why did I do it? Why? I didn't need to do that. Dude, I go all out. I don't even care. I, anything. Net neutrality. <laughs> Follow Billy Eichner on Twitter. He's got something funny every day that's like, oh, we're, we're trying to elect a fucking pedophile in Alabama. <laughs> like, I'm just like, <laughs> he actually says all that stuff. I'm like, yeah, retweet. <laughs> so you're one of the people that you wouldn't follow yourself? Retweet. <laughs> I don't say things. I'm just like, I agree. Share. I don't say, like, we all need to band together and just let's start a rally. But what's the difference? You're, like, endorsing it. Yeah, I know. But I feel like the people that follow me, I don't know. I've stayed pretty consistent, like, levels around 600 for the last five or six years. Okay. No one, like, I haven't seen a significant dip. I bounce between, like, 590 to, like, 620 all the time, you know? Yeah. So people come and go, but... Whatever I can't see, I see but I'm not stuck. talking about your followers. I'm That's what I'm saying. You, you like, personally, like, so, how do you feel the difference from like you saying your personal views versus just like sharing something else that you put your stamp of approval on? Like, just because Billy Eichner says it, why does it have more gravity than if you said it? Yeah, yeah, that's a good call. Good call, man. I don't know. <laughs> no, I agree with what you're saying 100. percent I just don't care. 
Like, yeah, it's like the local ones that bother me because it's like stuff that I don't agree with that I people that I unfollow a lot of times, you know. Yes. That's those are I should have I guess I should have prefaced that. That's like more of the people I the people that are so like, I don't know, they're just so anti left or the people that are just so like far right. It's unbelievable. It can be that. Yeah. I, uh, even though those people drive me crazy, I try to make an effort to not block them or like get them out of my feed because if you do that, all of a sudden your feed becomes an echo chamber where you're only getting one side. Right. And even though I totally disagree with them and they're like super far right, like if you start eliminating that, you're not, you're not getting the more moderate things either. Right. And that's like one of the main reasons why I can't watch Bill Maher. Right. He is, he's like him and Michael Moore, I despise just because of like how they don't want to hear one thing no. from the right side. Mm-hmm. And the right side isn't all bad. It's just the craziness of like the extreme right, right. the white nationalists and mm-hmm. all that, I can't stand. But the the ones that yeah, are. Yeah, if you're like, posting Nazi stuff, I'm not, I'm going to unfollow you. Or like what, you know, the people that are like, you know, it's okay to be white. Did you see that campaign last week? I'm like, what the fuck? Like you're doing that wrong. <laughs> there's, there's, there was a campaign of like guys being like, it's okay to be white. A campaign? Yeah. There was, um, oh, they were having, they called it a movement. It was like, there were rallies and like a couple of different colleges across the country there was like a hashtag like i forget what it was i'm not going to share it even if i remember it but basically like guys holding up signs that said like it's okay to be white oh that drives me crazy why why did you yeah of course it is (laughs) like you don't need to say that like we know it yeah we know that and we know what you're really trying to say yeah i know exactly (laughs) (laughs) go get a tiki torch from home depot yep Apparently, even uh, you ever heard of Uptown in Uptown? Yep. Um, arcade bar. Yeah, I went there uh, when she was having her bachelorette party in here, and she goes, get out of the house, because her friends are staying here. Yeah. I went there. It was fun. Anyway, a bunch of white nationalists like went in there and like caused a ruckus, saying like white's right and all that bullshit. Oh, I thought you were going to tell me that like the owner is a Nazi. No, Good. that only happened with Club Jaeger. <laughs> Did you ever go to Club Jaeger? No, I don't know anything about what you're talking about. You don't know about Club Jaeger? No, and I also need to write something down to bring up later. Keep going. Okay, Club Jaeger is like a fun little, like, dancey bar. Like, this is a fun little place. I don't know. Yeah. It wasn't like a real club, but they played music, and you could there was dancing. But the owner got outed as... A, he he just gave a you know David Duke is no he's a former Grandmaster KKK guy. See, I feel like I who, heard the name. Who is now like in the public eye for politics? He like runs for office every now and then, and he gets on TV to like spout his hateful views and bullshit like that. So the cl- owner of Club Jaeger like gave him a political contribution, and like that got revealed, and. Within a day, basically, all the employees quit and everyone backed out. And he's like, the owner was like, I don't get why this is such a big deal. This is just free speech, blah, blah, blah. That's the dumb thing that everybody says, too. It's free speech. It's like, just, you can't be hate, like, you can't speak hatred towards other people and then just say, it's free speech. He was such a classy guy. Like, they, like, came to his door and, like, knocked. And he, like, came out in his underwear and, like, gave an interview. (laughs) 
<laughs> and apparently he's like he has like lots of real estate in the metro area and is like fully loaded. And I'm he's picturing just like this Leahy on Trailer Park Boys. <laughs> Jim Leahy, the guy who runs the park, he's an alcoholic and he's always in his robe and underwear. I imagine <laughs> what this guy is like except with lots of money somehow. Yeah. But anyway, his bar went under, which is a shame because it was a really fun spot to hang out. Well, okay. Speaking of that, so speaking of bars that go under that were really fun, the Varsity Theater just announced its first shows in, what, two years? Right. In 2018, they're opening back up. They got new owners. Did you hear? So you know about that then. I do, but remind me. So the guy, um, I believe there was maybe two partners in there, but the main guy who, like, fronted everything, he, a bunch of people came out and said that in the 19... 19- 80s or early 90s he was like a teacher at like a theater school okay and just did some bad shit and that all got revealed so the varsity basically stopped booking shows everyone canceled their shows it went dark for a long time Mm -hmm. um he just recently sold the loring pasta bar and went to Mexico and is like on the lamb, like on the run trying to buy trying to buy a house in cash the star tribune reported trying to buy, like, a mansion there. He has, like, $2.5 million. He just sold the Varsity Theater to a group, out of like an entertainment group, like a ticket group nice. out of California. And they are, like, doing their best to, like, you know, get shit running. I see they mm. just redid the website. They just announced, I think, New Politics and Andrew McMahon as their first new shows. Yep, that's correct. Um, I got, I was really excited. Those are, like, way out, too. They're, like, next year, like, Early spring. 2018. Early 2018. Yeah. Uh, tickets go on sale Friday for Andrew McMahon. I was going to buy the pre-sale, but they're already sold out. So I'm like, I'm just not going to go to that show. <laughs> um, have you been there before? Many times. Yeah. I went to... My favorite thing I've done there was I saw the Get Up Kids play on their 09 reunion tour. Second favorite thing was we saw Hannibal Burris tape his um, Ooh, sp- nice. Comedy Central special. Is that the one where he like outed Cosby? That was uh, one or two after. It was Comedy Commissado on Netflix. Okay. We saw that. Um, But I'm a little nervous about this new group because it's Ticketmaster. Ooh. Yeah, that sucks. It doesn't change the venue. It doesn't change walking up to the door of the box office. But, man, like, Etix is so good. Yep. And Ticketmaster has ridiculous fees. I think First Staff should have tried to buy it. I'm sure they probably did. But yeah. they just bought that theater. They bought another uh, another bar. Did they? They're tearing up. I think St. <clears throat> Paul. They bought a place in St. Paul. That's good. First Avenue. Good just for them. Did. Yeah, they're kind of taking over. But yeah, the Varsity's back, so those dope bathrooms are coming back. <laughs> those are the coolest bathrooms in the world. I've only been there one time, and it was for a wedding. Oh, that's so a great place for a wedding. It was it was a fantastic venue for a wedding. Yeah, we've we've seen a lot of shows and I've seen a lot of comedy there and a lot of concerts there. It's yeah. it's probably my favorite venue just based on aesthetics. Yeah. Like it's it's awesome. There's not a bad seat in the place. Bobby says she's been to several events there, but I was not living in Minneapolis at the time, so Yeah, and I won't go nearly as much as, you know, I kind of just put a stop on it on like seeing live things up there like Unless it's, like, amazing, yep. I'm not going to get off my butt and go because I'm sick of going to, like, Tuesday night comedy shows and yep. concerts and coming back here at 2 a.m. and going it's to work. It's a five-hour round trip. Yeah, it's like you feel like you get back and you're like, what just happened? Yes. It was just such a blur. I left work at 4, I left early, and all of a sudden it's 2 a.m. 
I mean, that's what, yeah. So I'm like, unless the drive back is always so depressing. Right. And you're so tired and you're just like, I'm out of money, but I need to buy $30 (laughs) in gas. How, what do I do? (laughs) Like I shouldn't have bought those three (laughs) t-shirts. Like there's, I have an exception. There's a few things I would get off my butt and go see, but if it's not on a weekend, I'm probably not going like, yeah. It's understandable. It's not worth, it's not worth that round trip. No, um, we like doing uh, weekends up there, though, if we can. For sure. Like, if you can find two things in a row, two nights in a row, like a Friday and a Saturday show, that's always fun. Because then you get to kill time on Saturday and just walk around right. until the show starts. Or, like, go see a movie or, like, at the indie theaters and all that stuff. The Room is playing at the Uptown Theater this weekend. Oh, are you going to go? <laughs> I think I'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's that one the disaster artist. That's what. Yeah. Yes, that's the. Yeah. Brogan. Yep. Brogan and Franco. Franco joint. Yeah, that's gonna be really good. So apparently they did a screening in South by Southwest. Of the disaster artist. Yep. This yeah. past summer or whatever. In March. Yep. Spring. Let's go with that. <laughs> and Austin. The guy. Uh, who's the guy? What's his name? The real guy who like directed and is in the. The room? The room. Oh, fuck. No idea. I don't know anyone that's in the room. Anyway, he was there. He came to it, and he told Franco that he gave him a 99.9% approval rating. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they said that um, all the critics are saying, like, it's not like what you expect going in that Franco and Seth Rogen don't ever hold back. Like, they are vicious when they make fun of people and stuff like that, Mm -hmm. and their movies are hard R's. They said it was playful. Like, it wasn't just, we're making fun of you. Right. It was like, they... It was just good. Like, they were nice about making fun of them. That's good. Eh, I don't know. <laughs> I'd like to see him be dicks. That's fun. Franco said, like, when he was talking to him, he thought, like, he'd say something like, oh, you were a little harsh here, or, like, you didn't portray this correctly, blah, blah, blah. And the guy came to him, and he was like, actually, like, the lighting in the first part of your movie wasn't quite right. <laughs> <laughs> There's this, they're playing, uh, Franco's playing that dumb guy. I don't know the deal, but they're making this scene. Uh, I saw like one little clip on YouTube. They released one small scene from it, not just the trailer. Uh-huh. And he's like, he's like, hey, and he's talking to Seth Rogen, who's like the must be a producer or a director of the movie. He's like, wow, look at how good this alley is. We recreated the whole alley. And he's like, the alley is right outside. Why didn't we just fucking shoot in the alley? <laughs> Because that's not how you do it in the movies. <laughs> I'm so looking forward to seeing this. This movie is going to be complete dog shit, and I cannot wait for you to just tell me everything about it. That way I don't have to see it. Because I don't want to sit through a bad movie just because it's bad. Like, even if it has a cult following because of the reason because it's terrible, I'm still not interested. I watched this thing on YouTube that, like, they had a term for it. It's like, just like trash movies, just really dumb, horrible movies. People who tend to like those movies are the same people who like to tend tend to like like really artsy, fartsy movies too. Like if oh, I thought you were gonna say like Big Bang Theory style TV shows. No, no, no. <laughs> it's the opposite. Like they have really good taste in movies in these like trash movies. Oh, 
Yes, like those people are one in the same. We seek out the bad movies, but the good bad movies. Right. Like Smokey and the Bandit 3 was a masterpiece. (laughs) (laughs) But those, I don't know, there's some correlation between these trash films and like high art films as well. At least in the the demographic of people who are watching them, consuming them, and enjoying them. Do you like art films? No, not really. What kind of of movies do you like? I just don't like movies that much. Okay, sorry. We'll get off this. (laughs) You're like, this is a bad topic for me, and I just really don't want to talk about this right now. I mean, I'll talk about how I don't like them, but... Okay, why don't you like them? Uh, I guess I don't have much to say. It's just hard to hold my interest. Really? Like, there's... You gotta have, like, one or two, though, that are like, fuck yeah. Yeah, I mean, when I was younger, I liked movies. Like, I don't know. Shawshank Redemption is a good movie. Um, what Hot American Summer is a good movie. It's a fucking great movie. Yeah. That's one of my faves. That's probably in my top 20. Um, I like um, Jeremiah Johnson with Robert Redford in it. I fucking love that <laughs> movie. Yeah, dude. That movie's badass. <laughs> that movie's on cable, like, every weekend. <laughs> And um, in the winter, when times are slow, I'll go over to the in-laws' house. Father-in-law will just be watching that movie every single because weekend. it's fucking amazing. <laughs> it's fucking... Have you, like... No, I haven't it? seen it oh in its entirety. God. I've seen most of it, I feel like, though. He's always <laughs> like, just like, watch he, this part. He's like, I bet they... I'm like, I don't do that. I bet they do this. <laughs> yeah. But I couldn't name a movie that's come out. Like, Bobby and I have been to one movie together in seven years, and it was because we were babysitting Bobby's nephew. So it was like the SpongeBob movie or something? We went to the Lorax. So in seven years in a theater, that's the only movie we've been to together. Interesting. I don't know. I and there's some I wanted to really go. Wanted to see, I wanted just... to go to film school, so, like, that was, like, my thing that I yeah. wanted to do. Like, I don't know. I love movies. Um. Yeah. We talk all day about that, but not with you. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't have much to give back to you. Right. What, what one did, did you, you call say? them films or you call them movies? Uh, or there is, it a, is, there, is there a difference? I think there's is a it, difference. Is there a difference between films and movies? I think so. Um, like major studio movies, you know, like, like 20th Century Fox, Paramount and all that. Yeah. I think those are movies. But if you're like down there and there's like 20 people on your crew and like three people in your cast, like... Super skeleton operation. I think that's a film. Like okay. that's the difference. Even though it's it's the same fucking thing. Like I don't get like the only thing. Kind of like the difference between like rap and hip hop. Right. The only thing I'll say is um, that's like sort of in that realm of what you're saying. Movies or films is. I watch Saturday Night Live. It's a sketch show, and people always call them skits. And that, I'm like, no, skits are what you do when you're in seventh grade at homecoming. No, it's not a skit. It's a sketch. It's a sketch. That's that's a big sketch. Comedy is a real thing, and it bothers me so much that so many rubes call it skits. That, hey, did you see that skit they did? Yeah, Will Ferrell's pretty funny. I like that skit he was in. I'm like, ugh, I hate you. Stop talking to me. Do you unfollow those people on Twitter? <laughs> Cut your fucking mic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. Films and movies are almost pretty much the same thing, though. I don't think, like, anyone will get upset. Like, I don't know. You don't call them indie movies. Oh, I guess you do. 
Yeah, I just had this one friend who was actually a really good friend, but he'd always be like, I just watched the most amazing film. That's so pretentious. <laughs> it's, just, it's like... Yeah, that's pretentious. I don't, I don't try you, to sound like that. Have you seen this film? Yeah, I guess. Um, I try to say, like, when words like that, like, when we live around here, I try to say soda over pop, which right. I guess would make me sound just like the douchebag who says films <laughs> over movies. It's just because I hate the Midwestern dialect. There is nothing worse to me. I'd rather hear Southern people talk than like, oh, yeah, yeah, okay, oh, sure, sure, yeah, yeah, mm, bye. That's how they answer their phone calls. Yes. Or talk on the phone, I mean. Mm-hmm. Oh, they always yeah, go, they do. Yeah, mm, bye. <laughs> they always say, mm, first. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> you're 40. <coughs> you're talking to like a 20 year old. They're like, you sound like you're 40. <laughs> so, like, I try to distance myself from sounding like, like that. There's like a Midwest dialect thing that I've like recently become aware of. Like, if you're trying to like go by somebody and instead of like saying, excuse me, you're like, oh, oh. Let me just sneak past you. Yeah. Oh, oh. Yep. <laughs> yep. And that's like apparently just like in other parts of the country they don't do that. But <laughs> oh, man. Dude, we gotta like, we should go to LA well, and just spend a week going, oh, oh, excuse me there. Oh, sorry there. Just oh. just need to sneak by you. Let me <laughs> nudge past you. <laughs> Can I just do a little nudge? Okay. Where are we now? What is this place? UCB. What does that mean? <laughs> Must be a college. hey uh we didn't do a name drop but uh this week so i'll say one now um we just had a very nice tweet from adam adam wenish i know adam yeah springfield signs he's a listener apparently he's been binging on the show nice so thanks for listening buddy (laughs) leave a review (laughs) five stars or four whatever you're feeling no, four stars is not good. I don't know. If it's out of four, it's good. It's out of five, though. <laughs> we all know this. I don't fucking know. I, just, I, I tried to review it's so hard. the podcast it's not letting, It doesn't <laughs> let me do it. It's so <laughs> stupid. I I took I take other people's phone. I'm like, can I leave a review of my show on your phone? I need to like get these numbers up. They're like, yeah, go for it. And I like find it in the iTunes store. Hit it, nothing happens. You click submit and nothing happens. Why? It's just nothing. Nothing happens. I mean, I know. I've done it too. I need a reason It's so stupid. Like, I've had people say that to me. They're like, dude, you guys were telling us to, you know, you kept doing it for like three or four weeks in a row. They're like, I'm trying to leave a review, but it doesn't show up. So my review that I reviewed, like in different names, showed up like six times in a row. (laughs) Because you kept on doing it. (laughs) Yeah. But no, I'm like, oh, so maybe everybody else is just going to come in here. It's been months. I'm like, no. Hers didn't. Like, I took her phone and tried it. Nothing. I'm like, this is so redonkulous. What you should do is when you try to do that, just, like, click subscribe to them in their podcast app, oh, too. I, I do oh. that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you turn auto-download on? Yes. <laughs> All of a sudden, they're going to say space full. I don't even know what a podcast is. <laughs> How do I delete it? <laughs> you don't. It's like the YouTube album. Oh, the U2 album. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bono's in <and> YouTube. <laughs> like the YouTube album. Yeah, that was just Fred. I just saw a tweet that was like, "I still haven't forgiven YouTube for like putting that song on my phone." Dude, <laughs> you know what? I don't even blame him. I I never had that issue. 
I didn't have it until like one time I like randomly like swiped a couple times and all of a sudden it was playing. I'm like, how did I get here? And like, what's happening? I didn't even know. Yeah. I'd heard it was on here, but I didn't know how to get to it. Really? Now I'm listening to and it. And people are so mad, but I was like, dude, it's like 30 megs. Yeah. You have a 64 gig phone, you're fine. Oh, I wasn't worried about the memory. I was just worried about being like, why is this shitty U2 song on my phone? Why? Oh, man. Why is U2 still like... Why are they popular? Like, enough to... They just played SNL, and they played two new songs. That's very strange. That's so weird to me. No other band could pull that off. Because, like, Joshua Tree is a great album. They have some great albums, but they haven't had a great album in probably 17 years, I bet. Right. I think... I don't think we can fully understand, like, how big they were in the 80s. Right. And so, like, that demo, the people who are, like... You know, 40 to 55 years old are just like, their nostalgia is just so big for it. But it's they, not, but new U2. I don't know why they're playing their new stuff. I don't right. know. That's so weird to me. It's like, okay, Springsteen comes out with a new album like every five years and they're really good, but nobody buys them. No. And he doesn't play them. Like he'll, like he'll play them live shows. Right. But like he did SNL like Christmas like three years ago and he played two songs off of The River which was a great album from 1980. Right. It's like, yeah, because, I mean, like, yeah, your new shit's good, but, like, just play your hits. Just remind everyone, like, you got a tour to sell. Remind everyone, hey, right. I'm great. Listen to these old songs. Listen yeah, to because they do the, the people in that demo don't care about the new stuff. I don't know why they would play the new stuff. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Because there's He's one so, of the rare exceptions where I do listen to the new shit. It's good. There's Oh, you're talking about Bruce Springsteen's soul? Yeah. Okay, yeah. You hate that sure. guy, I know. No, I don't hate him. He said he's overrated or whatever. I don't know if he's... Yeah. He's, he's, he's probably a little bit overrated, but like not like a lot. I don't... I don't know. I think he's great. He's one of my favorites. He's top five for me. But he... I mean, just saying... He's rated. That's what I'm saying. He's rated very highly. Like he's in your top five. I think that's because like, he had he's a so highly of- rated by most people that that's why it makes me say he's overrated. Like if he was just like normally rated by most people, like he's good. He should be normally rated. Not uh, I just, think like, that has so to do highly with rated. his first like eight or nine albums were legitimate like amazingness, and then he came out with that stupid song with. Um, Courtney Cox in the video, and that, yeah. that was that's when he took a turning point. But his first album, all his albums before that, were just hit after hit after hit, like radio hits, not just like stupid, you know. Right. And then Streets of Philadelphia hit, and you're like, eh. and then I'm on fire, like no, like, it was bad in the '80s, like the late '80s and early '90s. It was like, okay, we're done with Bruce for a while. Let's shelve him, and he came back in like the mid 2000s, and everyone's like, fuck yeah, Bruce. Yeah, you got to get some of that like old guy coolness like going on yeah like just apologize for born in the usa right because exactly. he he sounded like Mellencamp on that album he, that really does sound like Mellencamp. It was, i was actually just thinking about like mentioning that and i was like wait was that him i don't no. want to sound stupid by saying that yeah, he, he made a Mellencamp album and he's from new jersey and he made an album quote from the heartland <laughs> I'm like, yeah, dude, you're from New- you're from the swamps of Jersey. And wasn't he kind of like famous for being from Jersey too? Like, right. Yeah. That's why it didn't make sense. And then when he came out with Wrecking Ball, I was like, yes, he's back. And that was like 2012. Like that was a great album. But nobody heard it, of course, because it came out in 2012 or 2011 ish, whatever. I was in college when it came out, and we're like, yeah, this is good stuff. Me and my friends were listening to it. 
But with you two, like, actually willingly playing their new stuff on a current thing like SNL, I just think their egos are so big that they think they can, they still are what they were. It, they, they look, like, ridiculous, oh, too. Oh, so stupid. Like, the Edge wears, like, a skull cap. Oh. Bono wears, like... Those r- yellow tinted glasses? That are, like, the guy from Rush that looks stupid, <laughs> that are just circles. <laughs> he looks the same as the guy from Rush. I don't know who that guy is, his name, but the singer from Rush. He looks exactly like him because he's got black hair that's long down to his shoulders, and he wears those circle John Lennon glasses. Guess what? John Lennon, he gets away with them because he wore them in 1967. <laughs> like, so stupid. Yeah, YouTube now sucks. I'd still go see him live, though. I bet they're great because they'd probably p- play their whole catalog, you know. I, I wouldn't go see them live. I would. If I was offered, like, offered free tickets or, like, you know, let's say I'd pay at most, I'd pay 30 bucks a ticket to go see U2 for see, decent that, seats. There's Atlanta Stadium. I think that thing, like, twists open or something. Oh, interesting. Cool. Yeah, it's got the Mercedes emblem all over it. Wait, it's, uh, it's a pretty cool stadium. I heard they also have um, really good concession prices that they're going to keep the same. Really? Like, really low. Oh, nice. There's something like, I heard that they have, like, you know, like, beers are, like, $4. Hot dogs are, like, two fifty or That's something. Nice. That is the one thing about going to a game. Is well, like, I wouldn't hope so, because, dude, look at Atlanta as a city. If you can afford to get into the game, we'll get the prices down for the concessions. <laughs> because Atlanta, you can buy a mansion there for, like, thirty grand. You cannot. Dude. I think Atlanta's pretty nice. No, Atlanta is run down. It's a shit town. I don't know. Other than the fact that it has an international hub airport, which is a terrible airport. I have been there. It's terrible. I hate that airport. But other than that, they got nothing going for them there. Atlanta sucks. I don't know. I'm not willing to go as far as you will. (laughs) I mean, I'm going to... Okay, I'm going to look up a bunch of shit about Atlanta this week. Like, I'm going to go look up a bunch of good shit about Atlanta this week. Okay, let's do it. There's a top chef guy from Atlanta, Richard Blaze. He's famous. Makes good food. There's lots of famous Atlanta. people from every shit town. Detroit is full of famous people that have come from there. Yeah, Detroit's a shithole. <laughs> <laughs> There's, yeah, I know. And like currently the most famous Detroitian? Uh, I don't know. Kid Rock. Oh, so yeah, no. Detroit's a shithole. I can back you up there. <laughs> We're watching this game on mute. We really want Atlanta to win. Uh, well, things just went pear-shaped for Atlanta. Whoa. Yeah, that's definitely... Saints got that. That's a Saints ball. Saints are 9-3? and three? Couldn't tell you. Holy are. shit, it's 10-10, to 10, though. Yeah. They haven't scored much since we first turned this on. Come on, Matty boy, step it up. Would you take Breeze next year over Case Keenum? Yes. Presented with the opportunity? Yeah. Because he I mean, will be well, a free agent. If, like, their salaries are, like, everything else being equal, yes. Holy fuck. But their salaries are not going to be the same. No. I think, what would you sign Keenum to right now? He needs a deal, I think, personally. Like, what do you think, what would you sign him to? I, I got my number in my head. Like, I, I don't fully understand... I think the NFL salary cap 
and contracts are very hard to comprehend. Yeah, they always throw shit at you like, well, he's locked up, but he can be let out if. Right, and there's like, there's a contract and there's like, some of it's guaranteed, but not all of it's guaranteed. Well, that part I get. I mean, I kind of get it, but like how would it affect you? If they want you to play, then you're going to get that money. But like, even if they don't want you to play, you're still going to get some of that money, but not all of it. I don't know. And you only get like 150 million for 53 players. Like, it's not. Is that what it is? I, something like that. It's not. Oh, per year. Per year. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I'd give him like 12 a year for three years. Case Keenum. Interesting. I was gonna say three year, 30 million. So not too far off. Right. That's what I was thinking. 10 million a year. I think he's worth it. Because uh, I think Stafford's making like 15 ish, and I'm like. I think Flacco was making like twenty. Uh, yeah, that guy's lucky. <laughs> yeah. Did you see my? Oh man, I was tweeting about this weekend. I'm like, it's the fucking like the seven. Why is Case Keenum number seven? Because I'm putting up pictures of Kristen Ponder. Yeah. Not that. Not that the Vikings should have the opposite of retired that jersey. They should have quit that jersey and said nobody's allowed to be seven. Didn't um, Cunningham wear seven the '98 year? Oh. I was, I, feel like I, there's, I was eight or nine years old then. There's only so many numbers a quarterback can wear. That's the problem. Yeah. I wish it was 69. That'd be great. Um, but, yes, I agree with you. Oh, God, there, Drew Brees. He almost fumbled it and then threw a touchdown pass. Uh, Christian Potter was just the biggest disgrace. We held on way too long. Way too long. Frazier was also a huge disgrace. Well, yeah, but. I think. He was. Yeah. But that wasn't, fra- like, Ponder was not Frazier's decision. It was uh, Spielman's decision. To keep him in? Yes. Oh, I oh. didn't know. I'm oh. that dumb. I didn't know it worked like that. Okay, I'm stupid then. I mean. I thought, like, Frazier had overall say on how to run the team with the people he has. Kind of, but Spielman was like, we traded up to take this guy. Uh, this okay. is the guy yeah. that we're. Because he would look bad if you're benching the guy that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. I, I see. don't know if we traded up to take him. We took him in the first round, like at 13 or something, like way higher than. I have such a love hate relationship with Spielman. Uh, he's like so hit and miss. Right. That's what I'm saying. It's just crazy. I have such a love hate relationship with him. It's unreal. Like, yeah. Bridgewater was about to be, br- was about to be Ponder. I right. think I think Bridgewater was god awful, uh, and somehow he had Keenum backed up. He somehow found Keenum. It's like get rid of this guy. The Browns just fired their GM, but they kept their coach, who has his one. I think one game in one, the last twenty-seven games. One game. Yeah. They, they. Why did they keep him? They fired the GM, but not the coach. Like I just. Oh, what is going on with the Browns? At least we're not the Browns. Cheers. Cheers to that. <laughs> um. Timberwolves are the we're the Timberwolves are basically the Browns of the NFL going before this year. Like we have the longest non-playoff. Oh yeah, um, streak. I think it's at like fourteen years. We got super close to making the playoffs last year. No wait, we got super close to being uh, five hundred. That was the goal, wasn't it? Yep. We almost made it to five hundred. I think there was one year we would have made it, but Rubio got hurt like the last month of the season. I'm okay with getting rid of Rubio. I know, like, he's, like, a fan favorite, but I think he's just all flash, like, flashy passes, and that's why people liked him. He's I mean, weird looking now, covered in tats and, like, new hair. Weird out. 
Oh boy! And it's he, weird, weird he did that when he like moved to Utah, which is I know uh, the, like the whitest, <laughs> like safest state you could live in, like you know the nicest people. And hey there, buddy. Other than Minnesota, he's going like hardcore, right? And it's like more like peanut butter and jelly than Minnesota is. <laughs> but anyway, at least we should make the playoffs this year. We're no longer the Cleveland Browns of the NBA, right? And I think that uh, for the second year in a row, uh, finally. <laughs> You can say that the Gopher men's basketball will not only make the NCAA tournament, I think I will go on record as saying I think they're going to advance one round. I think so, too. Yeah. Did you see we just got blown out by fucking Nebraska, though? No. Yeah, we went to Nebraska, who is not supposed to be very good. We were favored by nine points on the road, and they fucking blew us out. It's, yeah, it's going to be, I think we're going to go one round in the... I think so too. I, I I thought so last year too, and I I played my all my my two boards like that, but I still uh, I'll I do it again this year. I'm really excited about this team. Actually, I've watched them play a couple times. They got some fun players. Mm-hmm. Amir Coffee's pretty good. Coffee's good. I can't even name all their names, but we got the center who like blocks all the shots. And then half the time, their they their jerseys don't have their names. They just have the the numbers on it. It's like right. come on, <laughs> come on, dude. Like especially like. It's college ball, dude. We just got you're a freshman, like <laughs> you're. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we, Nate Mason. We got a good point guard. Uh, we got. A, I mean, we're good. I just think we have good players, which is kind of exciting. Right. Because there's no reason. I mean, uh, there's no reason we shouldn't be good. As we're of right a, now, a good Big Ten. I always have this theory that like we have a trouble recruiting people. Because we're not like a real college town, whereas like all the other Big Ten, like Iowa, Iowa City, like it's not a real, it's a college town. Because mm-hmm. um, we have so many pro teams in town. Right. Yeah. So like, if you go to one of those other schools mm-hmm. in the Big Ten, that's just a college town. Like you're the big man in town. You come to the U, you're just you know, you're like fifth in line. Right. You're like, hey, we got a B Dubs right here. Right. Right here next to. Uh, what it, what's TCF Bank? Oh man, TCF is so pissed. I already forgot the name of their stadium because of US Bank. <laughs> I yeah, I knew TCF Bank for for like the first three years that it existed. Mm-hmm. I just that's the first time I slipped. I'm like, what is the Gophers <laughs> Bank Stadium called? <laughs> but it didn't cost as much as the US Bank though. <laughs> no, I know, but I'm just saying that it's like how pissed is TCF? Like yeah. US Bank really? It couldn't be Target again. <laughs> so apparently they're trying to come up with like a nickname for US Bank. I thought it was they they pushed Big Bank Little Bank. Um, I don't think that went through. What was that? Text messages? Is it me? Yeah, that's me. That's me. And I rudely had my phone on loud, apparently, for the first time in, like, seven years. But, like, I've heard rumors that they want to push for Valhalla, which is, like, some kind of, like, Viking mythology-type place. I don't get it, so no. They already have, like, I think part of the suites are called, like, the Valhalla suites or something like that. It sounds like California, like, Southern California. Valhalla, you know? Yeah, well, I like think... Like a, a suburb of L.A. or county or something. It does. But U.S. Bank is pushing against, like, any move to, like, create any sort of nickname, obviously. They're like, no. Oh, man, do you think, like, they were doing that back in the day? Like, we are the Metrodome. We're just going to call it the Dome. Nope, it's the Metrodome. 
No, because that's not a sponsor. I know. I know. But I mean, no one ever called it like... The Hubert H. Humphrey Metrodome. No one ever called it Mall of America Field. No, they didn't. <laughs> I heard that a couple of times, and I'm like, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> um, but I've been pushing for the iceberg. I think that's what U.S. Bank should be called. It, I think it looks like a giant iceberg. I think it looks like we should call it the eyesore from the outside. Really? You don't like it? From the outside? I hate the look of it. From, like, as far as buildings go, it is just as an architecture... It's a giant square, hard corner, hard edges, hard tops. Like it looks like a barn more than Williams Arena does. <laughs> it looks like a pole barn for that you see. But it's like, got like that peak. I know it looks like a pole barn that you see like in the country outside of Springfield. Here, it's terrible looking. I think it's a hideous outside. I haven't been inside, but from what I've seen on TV and stuff and like the internet, it looks amazing. Like on the inside, I, mean, I haven't been in either. I. I I think um, I'm going to go out of my way to get X Games tickets next year. Oh, yeah. I screwed up last uh, Basilica Block Party. They had a booth. X Games did. They're like, uh, um, buy this skateboard and you will get two tickets. It was an X Games, like a Paul Bunyan X Games or whatever skateboard. I'm like, okay. okay. How much is the board? And he's like, 30 bucks. And you get two tickets into the X Games. And I'm like, the cheapest ticket into the X Games is 30 bucks. I'm like, oh, okay, I'll come back. I never went back. (laughs) Because I don't want to carry a board around during concerts. And then I'm like, oh, I forgot to go back. Shit. And I was kicking myself because then I'm like, nah. But, yeah, I think I'm going to go to X Games next year because they have it for two years. It's like, I'll check it out. I like that stuff. I'd like to see that big mega ramp. With the 80-foot drop-in. That would be sweet. With, like, the 40-foot launch, and they're on a skateboard covering 100 feet. That's uh, fucking wild. I know. I, I want to go during the days that don't suck, though. Like, I don't want to have to sit and watch rollerblading or dirt bikes. Right. I want to see Skate Street, and I want to see that big fucking mega ramp thing. The Hot Wheels ramp. Is That's that what, what it, it is. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they jumped the Great Wall of China with a ramp just like that. Danny Way did. Didn't that guy die? No. Or didn't he that was, seriously uh, hurt himself? Oh, um, Jake Brown. Yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. Jake Brown crashed from like, I think it was something like 40 feet above the ground and just right, right? to flat bottom. He didn't hit any of the transition. No. He went straight to flat. <laughs> and he just laid there. And my first thought was his shoes blew off. And I'm like, oh, the bad look for DC. Yes. Bad look for DC. <laughs> <laughs> and he was on um, blind skateboards, and they're almost not a thing now. I'm just, like, looking at all his sponsors. I'm trying to think of where he was at the time. <laughs> like, everyone he wrote, he repped is just, like, in shambles. Except for DC. They've never been stronger. <laughs> That's hilarious. They probably sold. I love that you know like who his sponsors were. Oh yeah, that was a big deal. I watched that like a million <laughs> times on YouTube. Like, no way. Like We're back. It's nine thirty two in the PM where we are. It could be where you are too if you're listening to this to nine thirty two in the PM. This is you too. My co-host is really watching this Dilly Dilly commercial on mute hard. 
I haven't seen it. It's a good one. Somebody escapes the pit of misery but comes back with Bud Light. Nice. Should we talk about how Budweiser sent the town crier oh, yeah. to <laughs> Modus Brewery? <laughs> <laughs> I like that article a bunch. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to jam out to some good U2, though. Okay. Yeah, I read that article. It was hilarious. Like, I'm Did you sure actually you... watch the clip? Yes. Uh, no, uh, I got through just part of it where he was walking in finally. Okay. And I was like, I got to go. <laughs> it was on my phone. I was at work. Um, no, I didn't I didn't watch the whole clip, but I read the article, which had most of what he read on, I assume, yes. the scribe. Yes. Yeah, that was really funny. Like, okay, so you know more about that place than I do, obviously, so <laughs> you run this shiz. Well, Modest is uh, it's a brewery in Minneapolis. It's Modest? Modest. See, that's what I would have called it Modest. Um, you could call it modest, but I think it's, I think it's called modest. I don't, I don't know for sure. I've never been there and I've never heard it pronounced. I thought it was M-O-D-E-S-T. I-S-T. Oh, then I'm fucking dope. Okay. <laughs> There's so many cool breweries that like, I, I follow like all of them on Twitter and I'm like, just with the hopes that someday, someday I'm going to get to try this beer because where I'm at right now. In this geographically, this just not gonna happen. Like um, unless Mankato opens up a dope tap room. Okay, I want to finish this story, but then I got another yeah. story for you. Um, so Modus put this out, basically knowing they'd get a cease and desist. Really? Yeah, they knew. Okay, they knew they wanted the publicity from it. That's a good idea. Right. They're and like, Bud Light played it cool. They played it cool. Like, it was like a win-win for both companies, basically. Right. Bud Light looked good. They yes. weren't dickheads. Right? Like, and that's usually big companies like that have the hardest time coming across well in those situations. It seems like it, yes, traditionally. But in the last, like, year or two, big corporations Since. have done that. Like, Wendy's looks cool because they'll respond to tweets. Um, you know, uh, Taco Bell is... Ugh, they're on another level of cool. Like they are. Like just like as like a like social media presence. I mean, so like somebody like just recently tweeted at Wendy's. They're like, "Got it. Give me your top movies of the year." And they go, "Well, I really like Lady Bird and The Big Sick." And they like you know all these other ones. And I was like, "Holy shit!" They responded and that made headlines. So big corporations are cool lately. Sorry, go on. Or even just um, like KFC liking yep. the Spice Girls and eleven yep. guys named Herb or whatever. Yep, I just found out about that. That is super funny. Um, so I, everyone knows. Um, just but, to explain that quick, uh, we got to do this. KFC follows or. Uh, what is it like 11 people or something and they follow all the Spice Girls and the rest of the guys na- are named Herb because they have 11 herbs and spices and somebody just figured that out I mean it's pretty brilliant so yes they're getting better at PR relations big yes. companies okay. are yep so yeah they sent like a town crier to like denounce hey, 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 do hey. the cease and desist for the dilly dilly thing and it's so silly, dilly dilly. <laughs> it's so fucking silly. But they, so Modus like didn't even make very much of it because they knew this was going to happen. So they had like three kegs left when I don't. And they're like, yes, okay, go ahead and sell the rest of your three kegs in the tap room. Oh, uh, okay. But like, they're like, don't even think of getting ideas of doing it bigger than this. Obviously, but Modus is like, no, of course we knew this was going to happen. We they tweeted, make, we didn't make very much. Come back next before we rename it to, and they came up oh, with their new might. name. They yeah. did, they did. did. They? they tweeted out, come back and have some dilly dilly before we rename it to, and they had a name for it. I just don't remember what the name was. Mm. 
That's smart. Yeah, okay. There was um, 612 Brew had a beer named Rated R, and the movie people were like, mm, no. Really? So, yeah. So they had to change it to unrated. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, yeah, we don't have that trademarked. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. But anyway, okay, back to uh, the breweries around this area, which obviously seems like it would be very hard. But I heard a rumor that, so you know that theater kind of place in Sleepy Eye? Yes. Drive by and there's the that Picks. Mark? Yep. On Main Street or on Highway 14. I've heard of people who have, these are just rumors, but have potentially bought that and are going to turn it into a brewery. I'd be so down. That's such a good idea because it's a long space. Is it? I've never been in there. It's long. I've seen it online as um, it's trying to be sold. So I went to the the real estate website. I don't like that during the election they had a lot of Trump Vote slogans Trump. put on there. <laughs> so I hope so. these people are super liberal. <laughs> no, but um, yeah, somebody on Facebook like started a group like make it a movie theater again, and it got a shitload of people liking their page, like sure, two thousand people or whatever. So then it got some buzz, and then now. There were huge signs put in the window of what real estate company was selling the place. So okay. I, that's how I went to their website and I looked at it online inside. Looks like it needs a lot of work. I'm sure. That's, like, that's structurally. The MO with old theaters. like. And um, it's not a super tall building, which is a little concerning mm. then if you're going to put big uh, boilers. Tanks. And, yeah, things like that. I mean, it's a great idea. Maybe they'll sponsor us. <sighs> Just what I've heard. I don't know. And I can't imagine how long it takes. I mean, it's from the Five idea. to six years, I feel like. Probably. From every story you read about how, like, you know, there's finally a place in Sioux Falls. Well, that guy's been thinking about it since he's been homebrewing it since, like, 2005. Right. Yeah. I, I was just recently trying to figure out what Sioux Falls got going on. And they have almost nothing going on for breweries. And you'd think a town that big. Would have something. They have one brewery. They have one. That just this it's year. crazy. This year opened up. They have a really good beer bar. Um, okay. Um, I always call it Mort's, but it's not Mort's. It's Monk's. Okay. Monk's, like, they have a really good selection of beer from all over the place, but it's not a it's not a tap house or a brewery itself. Okay. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that is kind of strange. They should. I mean, if Mankato can pull it off, Sioux Falls is bigger. They can pull it off. They seem like a different breed in Sioux Falls, you know? It just seems like a bigger Marshall. Yes. Like, as far as culture goes, they don't have, like, I don't know, they don't have, like, like a music scene. They don't have, like, a local band scene. They don't have, like, a local comedy scene. It is strange. It's weird. It's just, like, this is a big mall town. This is a St. Cloud, but in South Dakota. Um... I don't get why New Alm doesn't have, like, a small brewery open up because the beer tourism in that town is already there, like, and it's huge. Mm-hmm. Like, people come there just to go to Shells, and which then, for obvious reasons, but if there was, like, another little one there, people would totally go. Mm-hmm. Like, tourism in that town is legit. Like, people come from the city to do a weekend there all the time, and it's because of the brewery. And you can't find a local IPA. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So why not if, like... If there was a little brewery there with a tap room, they would fucking kill it. Isn't there something or but other? Lo- locally, they would get fucking murdered. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, <laughs> man, I have absolutely no 
interest in like starting my own like thing like as far as like brewing and stuff like that like home brewing and things like that right this is beer drinking is one of the first like hobbies that i've gotten into that i have been like i want no part in making i just want to consume right whereas everything i'm into i've i've secretly thought like god it'd be I so fun to, yeah Except for beer, I'm like no interest. I don't want to homebrew. I don't want to. I just want to drink other people's good beer. Right, exactly. I'm always like, leave it to the experts. Like when people are like, oh yeah, I homebrew. I'm like, probably is not that good. Like there's people who do it for a living. Drink this. I call it a warmpus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I would still like. I would buy a Mister Beer kit just to make here. Yeah, just to dick around with. You know. Just to make for, like, on the show. Like, hey, guys, we're going to try this Mr. Beer kit. Yeah? Yeah, I'm making it now. We'll have it in three months. <laughs> Be open to it. But I, I'm not saying I don't want to homebrew. Yeah. Like, I don't want to get into it. It's never been a desire of mine either. No. But someone in New Ulm should do it. And you know there's, like, at least, you know, 30 people in New Ulm that think they can. They just need to get funding. <clears throat> That's or at least they need to get their product started. Right. Yeah, get a good product. And that's half the problem. It's like, just because, and there are some really, really good ones. And there's, in Minneapolis, like, there's there's so many, these new breweries popping up. They're just like, there's so many of them. Not all of them are doing world-beating stuff. Like, not all of it's great. Some of it's really good. Some of it's just like so-so. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like the breweries around here in southwest Minnesota where one will pop up and that even if it's in a decent-sized population town, that's the town's brewery, kind of like Shells is in New Orleans, right. and it's not that good. Right. I'm not going to name names, but there are some around here that you're just like, mm, for sure. I'll pass. Even the ambiance is weird. Mm-hmm. It's kind of just like a walking into a Denny's or a Perkins. It feels like you know it's not the cool brew like tap room, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. it just feels like commercial. And you look in the wall, and there's like six guys that own it, and they're all like in their fifties. They don't care. Just probably you know farmers looking to unload some cash, and right, know, you know, just oh, got to get in on this part ownership or something. Like indie brew houses that have a board of directors already. Yes. That's the thing around here, and I, I'm not a fan. <laughs> I'm not a fan. So um, Fair State, which is the one I, I bring growlers from, growlers of like Spirit Fowl and stuff, and the one that's really close to my house is a co-op. So for Christmas, like Bobby got me a membership, so I'm like a member, I'm a Board, like not a board member, a co-op member of the brewery. Do you have to work there? No. Is you that... don't have to do anything. You just have to buy a share. Okay. And in theory, if they got really big, it would cash out. But really what it gets you is a dollar off a beer. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I'm like, this thing will pay for itself, Bobby. Just get me this. I want it. <laughs> <laughs> and you get your picture on the wall. Oh. Yeah. Good call. But they're running things like that, like community investment instead of just like a bunch of people, not a bunch of people, a few amount of people. It's tough to get the initial startup, though, you know, because they needed that. I bet they needed 30, 40 grand to get it going. I mean, I I think it's, I think you need like 500 grand, I feel like. Yeah, to start something like that? I think so. I'm not totally sure. Half a mil, you think? I don't know. 
Yeah, I don't know what it costs. I have no idea. I've never looked into it, but yeah, I mean, like, there's got to be used tanks and shit like that, you know. You don't have to buy everything new. I don't know, though. I'm not sure either. Man, let's not open a brewery deal. In. All right. Or out. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fuck. New Orleans pulled ahead 17-10, fourth quarter, 13 minutes left, though. You got this, Matty. Matty Ace? I was trying to think of what is his nickname. It's Matty something. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so there was something else you wanted to talk about, too? No, that was the... Okay, got it. That's about it. I don't have a whole lot more. All right. I went to a Gophers volleyball game last weekend. I saw that on your social media. It was fun. Gopher volleyball is, they were insanely good last year, and I assume they are this year, too. Um, apparently, they lost a bunch of seniors, and they're still really good. Like, they still have hopes of getting to the Final Four. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they were ranked, like, seventh going in, so they're not, like, favored to go, but they definitely have a chance. They have to win two more games to go to the Final Four. Um, we were definitely good. Like, two of our three best players were freshmen, so, you know... Yeah, we got room. Like they're out, they're already really good, but I f- I feel like we're probably gonna get beat. Between the two, I would rather watch volleyball than basketball any day. It was so even men's volleyball. So, see, women's volleyball is actually more fun than men's it is, volleyball. It is, it is. But I would still rather. I don't really like basketball. Volleyball is so much fun to watch and play. It is. I don't know about play, but watch. beach ball, beach ball. Yeah, it's fun. It is fun. It's just so action packed. But men hit the ball too hard, where there's like no room for volleys. Like yeah, they fucking, you're right. They yeah. kill it every time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like it's like you're right. The, so that that's the one sport where women are more entertaining to watch than uh, volleyball and tennis are both like that kind of. Okay, uh, I don't know about the, that. John McEnroe, you know. I mean, yes. <sighs> Andre Agassi. There's some there's some rippers out there. Although I, you're right, I'd rather watch Anna Kornikova. <laughs> Than those dudes. Toss up. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was just, it was super entertaining, super fast paced, but like there's still enough like give and take where they're actually volleying and stuff and yeah, creating fun action. D- yeah. Uh, volleyball's great. We were, um, I don't know where we were, but we saw highlights on the news of, I think it was like Southwest Minnesota State. And there was like six people in the gym and it was like their playoff or something. Oh, that's sad. I know. They had one cheer section and it was like four dudes. <laughs> they were standing up and screaming. <laughs> and it was just a completely empty bleacher, like, you know, one or two people like for every row. It was weird. I think so they're I think they're supposed to be fairly good too, right? I think so. So I can tell a story. Um you know in the Springfield paper when it has the like remember when section? Yep. So not this past week, but two weeks ago, my sister was in for, like, making all-conference volleyball team in 1988 or 87. Holy shit, you're old. I mean, you're from an old family. (laughs) (laughs) My sister is 13 years older than me. That'll do it. That's what I meant. I meant, holy shit, your sister's (laughs) old. (laughs) Okay, continue. But they made it to, like, the section finals that year. I don't even think they called it sections back then. I think they were districts and regions. That's how fucking old it is. But the team they lost to was from Tracy Milroy. 
And they had a player called Mary Jo Milray. Well, that wasn't her real name, but they called her that. But their coach, the team they lost to, was coached by Terry Culhane, who then became uh, Marshall's head coach because he was doing a really good job with Tracy Milray. And then he became the coach for Southwest State, and he still is. So the team that beat my sister back in 1987, that head coach is now the coach of the game you were watching. Of the Mustangs. Yep. So at least he's out for blood, and he's good. He is good. He was. Uh, I mean, you want to lose to, to, to work the people yourself that are up to win. like a college coach from like Tracy Miller High School, right? Like that's pretty good. Yeah, and especially back then, it's right. even way smaller. Yes. Um. Yeah. Okay. I was about to play. You know what? I'm not gonna play it. Um. Play it. I'll show you off air. Um. Yeah. So okay. So one quick thing. We were talking. A second ago, I said, like, you were saying women's volleyball is way more fun to watch than men's volleyball. Yep. Are there any other sports that you think women are more entertaining to watch? Tennis. Uh, I mean, besides, besides the two you said. Um, I think that's it. I think so, too. And it's, I, um, I mean, like, it's super sexist, but I don't care. I'm going to say this. Um... When I watch, um, I watch a ton of, like, competitive snowboarding. Like, that's my thing. I love it. I love the U.S. Open. I watch it every year. I watch, like, X Games, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. The women have just started doing 900s, and the men were doing 900s in 1998, and now they're doing three times the amount of spins, and the women have just caught up to that. So when I watch a women's pro superpipe... They go up there and just, yeah. and they it's go just, back up yeah. and they go back down. I'm like, you might as well just go up, just touch your board and then come back down. I'm like, it is so boring to watch women's snowboarding. It is insanely boring. Like, don't even, don't even have the same field. Like, just don't, don't do super pipe. Don't. The slope style is cool. Like, they can do the same rail tricks. Right. They can do. Well, they can't exactly do the spins on the jumps, but. The rail tricks are fine. Like, you know, that's that's an even playing field. Like, I feel like a woman could do and a man can do. But for some reason, it's like, man, when you watch that women's super pipe, it's like flip. Like, I'll right. come back in a half hour when the men are on. Gymnastics and ice skating. Good calls. Yeah. Totally, totally true. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They own it because those are women's sports. But men do them too. I know. Mm-hmm. I know. But the women are more fun to watch. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I'd rather, much rather watch women on that. They're more like limber and all that stuff. I don't know. Let's end the show on my sexist rant <laughs> that he's uh, that I'm gonna regret. <laughs> Fox News. I'm a fan. I'm a fan. <laughs> that was really stupid. I had a really dumb take. I just had to get in there. All right. Um, any requests for the music on the way out? Jeez, Megan. No, I don't have any requests. More U2 or something. Uh, or uh, Bruce Springsteen or something like that. <laughs> I don't know what this is. Trying to end myself on a liberal takeout. <laughs> <laughs> It's a John Oliver show. Last week tonight. I know what his show is, but I don't know. It's a theme song. 